good afternoon. Hope you are having a great week, great day. And um, I just wanted to do an episode on, um, well, this article that I found that is called, Why is God making me wait so long? It's from 2020, but it's still relevant. And I think it's interesting. I haven't actually read the whole thing, but I read bits and pieces of it. And so maybe somebody else um, besides myself is in a waiting period. And this could be helpful. Um, I know for me, when this happens, it's definitely a time for me to reflect on where I am, where I've been, where I'm going, how to get there, how I got here, and lessons along the way, and how to apply them to my future, how to acknowledge my achievements and my strength, um, to stand tall in where I am, despite everything that I have gone through, many obstacles, uh, lessons learned, and how to be open to more experiences in the future. And it's not always easy to have faith, complete 100% faith, and to move on God's time and to not doubt the future and not even doubt the present, to have hope for the future and, and, and what you have, what you desire and to rejoice in where you are and um so yeah hopefully this is helpful to someone including myself because again i haven't read the whole thing so i'm hoping that this is helpful because it is a it's a tough period it's like similar to like i did i have an episode called the wilderness i think so i know i talked about an episode of being in the wilderness but um yeah i always now have been able to think positive when this time comes because it usually means there's a cleansing of your life of things that no longer serve you and making room for things that will elevate you spiritually and in the physical world as well and so it's something to be looking forward to and it usually means like you've probably passed um some tests and you're about to get you know the next your reward essentially or be moved on to the next phase in your life that will be rewarding so i'm gonna get into it but yeah hopefully it's helpful so this is called it's from the website is called daily she pursues.com and again this is for men and women it does just because it says she it could be applied to either or uh, that's just the website. It's called Daily She Pursues. Um, and it is titled, Why is God Making Me Wait So Late? Okay. By Shantae Grosset. <clears throat> um, and also, I just before I start into this, I know that in the last episode, like I mentioned watching that movie and just being in a space where I'm listening to less um, secular music and more, not religious music, but more so just a different mind like peaceful music like more love and positivity um messages within my music and it's really helped me try to calm down and certain and just you know flow with how things are right now and i but i also don't want to lose sight into thinking that this is like a 
religious podcast because it's not. I know that I mentioned God um, because that's why I, I do believe in God. I do believe in um, spirituality and higher power. I also believe that we have our higher selves and um, that we, you know, control our our own destiny in a sense, and we come here with a purpose and stuff like that. So, but I'm I'm not by any means a religious person. I. You know, I think that people should believe whatever they want to believe. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of clarify that because I don't want it to, to seem like I'm turning into a religious podcast. With the where, where That would be nothing wrong with that, but I'm not a religious podcast, like, um, by any means. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not a, yeah, I'm just, I'm not a preacher or nothing like that. I'm just sharing information that I find, so... I just wanted to kind of put that out there. But anyway, so it says, why is God making me wait so long? And for before I even get into that, <laughs> keep stalling it. But keep in mind that this doesn't have to only apply to relationships. Um, it really just applies to whatever you may feel that you're in a waiting season for. It could be work related, could be family related, could be, you know, spiritual related. It could be your physical like maybe you're trying to change your body I don't know so it could be really anything just how it applies to you so it says um sorry okay waiting seasons can be really frustrating days turns to days turn to weeks weeks turn to months and sometimes months turn into years you wonder why God is making you wait so long I want to help answer that question for you. This won't change the fact that you're waiting, but it can give you hope in this season and help you to see that it's not in vain. <clears throat> All right, so next she gives five important reasons why God could be making you wait that we often don't consider. Yeah, okay. So, all right, why is God making you wait so long? God allows us to wait for many different reasons. We see this a lot in scripture. God gives his people a promise and it takes years to happen. Although it doesn't make sense in our eyes, God always has a reason for allowing time to pass before fulfilling his word. Here are a few of them. One, he's preparing you for what he promised. God may be preparing you for what he had promised. Take King David, for example. We know that he was one of the most prolific kings of Israel, but do we know how he became king? He was just a young shepherd boy who God gave a promise. Through Samuel, the prophet, God told David that he would become the next king, but it took many years. Why? God had to prepare David so that when he became king, he knew how to actually be a king. This could be the same reason why you are waiting. God wants to prepare you for what he promised before he allows you to step into it. He's not going to take you into a new season until he knows you're ready. He's a good father who doesn't set his children up for failure. He wants to give us good things, but not until we're ready. Now, here's the thing. It's your responsibility to submit to him and let him prepare you. If you resist what God is doing in this season, you set yourself up for failure in the next. Stay where God has placed you until he says you're ready to move forward now before i get into the next one that's hard because a lot of the times i know for me if i'm in that kind of season it's usually i'm uncomfortable whether it be like all right well if 
for example, you could use an example like, all right, you got a job, you've been in this job, and it's not now, you know, a time has passed by a year or two or something, and you feel like, all right, I'm, I'm ready to maybe move on to something else, but you feel like you've been applying to jobs and you haven't gotten anything and you're, you're feeling planted in this job. And you're feeling like, I don't understand why, because I'm not happy here. This is not what I want to do anymore or whatever. And um, you, you might plead to God and say, I, I want to move on. I want to move on. And you feel like that's something that God is saying for you to do, but it's just not happening yet. And sometimes that you're not moving yet. It doesn't mean that you're not going to move. It's just God has you where he needs you to be, whether it be because he's preparing the next thing that you're hoping for and it's not ready yet and you can't rush into it and it's not prepared or you're not ready yet. There's still something else that you need to learn or you need to maybe show more gratitude for where you are or you need to make sure you really grasp the lessons that you have learned where in the space that you're in before you can move on to the next one. So really it's 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 advising you to stay where God has placed you until you hear him tell you move and you will know when God is telling you to move (laughs) you will literally be shoved (laughs) by God like to move (laughs) so pay attention so number two he's teaching you how to be patient oh lord you know I I always talk about this because the patience is my (laughs) that's my enemy (laughs) All right, so next, God could be teaching you how to be patient. We often pray for patience and forget that the only way to become patient is by being patient. Patience is hard, I know that, but good things require patience. Unfortunately, we can't have everything at microwave speed. God's kingdom doesn't work like that. Interestingly enough, the Bible says that the kingdom of heaven is like a seed. Seeds take time to grow into trees. Likewise, God's plan for your life will require patience. Perhaps you're waiting because God wants to show you how the kingdom works. Good gifts from God take time. Like seeds, they need care and attention. The gift God wants you to give wants to give you is too good to be made in a microwave. God wants us to press into his presence and wait patiently before his throne. He's calling us to come before him with thanksgiving, even if we're still waiting on a promise. The world has so many things they want to offer us on an instantaneous silver platter, but good God sent blessings take time. So um, this is true. You know, um, I feel like I've talked about this before, too, that patience is patience is a virtue and patience is something that if you have been able to master the skill of patience even in a time of frustration or worry or hastiness or just chaos but you you're able to be patient i think that patience is is when when you have patience and you can display that that's a lot of faith whether that be faith in yourself faith in your strength to get over obstacles, faith in God, faith in the promise that God has for your life. Um, it's faith in a lot of things, but I think that when you, I think faith and patience go hand in hand. And when you have a hundred percent faith in God, then you do have patience because you know that no matter what is looking like, what things are looking like in front of you, you in your heart 
and in your soul you can see the future and so you can see the fruit the fruition that god has coming for you so you're okay with staying in the now even if it does look like a, a mess or it's not you're uncomfortable you're not liking what it's looking like it doesn't matter because your patience you're being patient with God because if you are asking, hey, you know what, God, I'm manifesting, I want to buy a house, but you, you know, you, you have in your mind what the house looks like and where it is and everything like that, but you, you still, you're maybe still in your apartment or something like that, or you're, you're trying to go through the process of buying a house or whatever the case may be. During that time, you have to be patient with God because he's creating that house for you, whether that be creating the job that's going to help you buy the house or creating, um, you know, an opportunity for the person who maybe lives in the house now to buy their own house so that you can move in. Just as it's always everything, nothing is a coincidence. Everything is a part of the plan and the part of the story of your life. So it's just being patient with God. A lot of times I think that's what it is, is like we have to be patient with God and not in the sense of, oh, you know, I prayed to God and now like I'm just going to wait and see what he says or wait for him to do it. Well, yes, that, but more so like we already know when you have faith and you have faith in God and you talk to God and God makes a promise to you about something, you still got to give God time to actually put the pieces together because like it says, nothing microwave speed is, is, is going to last you. If you think about it, the food that you heat up in the microwave versus when you heat it up or you cook it in the oven is completely different. It lasts longer and it has better quality and a better taste when it comes out of the oven. And so you, our lives are somewhat, if you have faith, it's like the oven. God has your, God has you in the oven and he's preparing you and, or maybe the oven, maybe in the crock pot, you know, maybe you're just, you're cooking slowly, but when you come out, that meat is top, you know, you know what I'm talking about when the meat comes out of the crock pot or you, you make that macaroni and cheese you put it in the oven and it's baked and you see the the, the cheese the bubbling and it's, it's it's looking top you know what I'm saying but you're like oh it's still not ready yet think about it like that made me think of like Thanksgiving dinner like when you cook in Thanksgiving or or a big meal right and so I know for me like when I make my home my homemade macaroni and cheese and I when I'm putting the ingredients I'm like oh this is gonna be good and then like I'm you know, put it in the oven and it's like, it doesn't look cooked, but I know it's good. I already know because my faith is telling me it's going to be good. You know why? Because I have faith in my, I have faith in the creator, which is myself. And I know that what I know the ingredients that I need to make a bomb mac and cheese. And so I gather those ingredients, whether that be sometimes I already have it in my home and sometimes I have to go to the store to get it. And I'm able to gather those things together. Then I'm able to go through my list to checklist to make sure I have everything, make sure everything is good and up to date and the best top quality. Then I have to put the ingredients together and it's it take, it's a process to make the macaroni and cheese. I have to make some of the stuff. I make the cheese on the stove first and then I have and I also have to boil the the um the noodles. So everything there's certain things that have to occur on the top of the stuff the oven the stove and then I'm able to put everything together into the pan 
and then I put it into the oven to let it cook. And when I'm putting it into the oven to cook, I'm already having faith that it's going to come out right. And so I don't know if you've heard before, but a lot of times when you make a, a, when you pray to God for something or you make a manifestation, it's similar to like when you're cooking something in the oven and like, like the analogy of the macaroni and cheese, if I'm manifesting to God and my manifestation is the mac and cheese, once he puts it in the oven, I can't go, I can't put my timer on for 40 minutes, but then after 10 minutes, go open the macaroni, go open the, um, the stove and see, oh, let me just see, is it ready yet? No, it's not ready. Okay. Oh, it's looking, it's, it's getting there, but it's not ready yet. Okay. 20 minutes. Oh, let me go check again. Now we know the macaroni and cheese is not ready at 20 minutes. So why are you even doing that? So you, when you're doing that, you're interrupting the process. You're interrupting the macaroni and cheese, the manifestation, the prayer, the thing that you want from coming to for complete fruition, how you want it to, because you keep, you can't wait. You have to wait. You got to While it's in the oven, you occupy yourself with other things and manifesting, you know, doing other things. If you still, if you want to, if you want other things, maybe you're making chicken or maybe you're doing, you know, making pies or something. I don't know, but you can't focus on once you plant the seed, allow it to grow and allow God to water it, allow God to work on it and cook it and do whatever, however you want to view it. And then before you know it, when you're preoccupying yourself with the other things and fulfilling your part of the task because just as much as we have desires and stuff like that that we know that god can do for us you still have to do your part so maybe your part is cleaning the kitchen right and so cleaning the kitchen could be cleaning up the things in your life that need to go so that or perfect example clean up the dishes the dishes are the things in your life that you need to have clean dishes ready to eat that macaroni and cheese and if your dishes are all piled up in the sink, but you have the nerve to be standing there hastily waiting for the macaroni and cheese to be done, what are you going to eat it on when it's ready? When God pulls it out the oven, what are you going to what are you going to eat it on if you don't have no clean dishes? See, the, the time that you were sitting here time, clocking the macaroni and cheese, you should have been cleaning your dishes to be ready for your food, for the blessing. So... Make sure your dishes are clean, you know, in, the, in terms of like, make sure your stuff is up to up to par and you're ready, completely ready. Show God that you're ready because I guarantee you, God sees you cleaning the kitchen and getting the ingredients ready for your meal. Then he's going to make sure that that macaroni and cheese comes out. Um, not literal macaroni and cheese, but you know what I mean? could be literal too, but still, you know what I mean? So in turn and, you know, be patient. Just be patient, but also make sure you are ready. You don't, you know, one of my favorite, one of my favorite quotes um, to go by is, um, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Keep that in mind too, when it comes to to things with God. If you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. It's 555. See, God, God knows, you know. Okay, so next one. Again, these are reasons why God has you maybe waiting, right? Why God is making you wait so long. Okay, so I want to make the right words. Um, so I said he's teaching you patience. And then the other one is he's strengthening your faith. Similar to what I was talking about. Um, perhaps God may be strengthening your faith. Our entire Christian belief system rests on it. We know it's impossible to please God without faith. 
Yes, impossible. So sometimes God allows us to walk through waiting seasons to help our faith grow stronger. However, the faith he's developing in this season is not is not shallow faith in things. It is deeply rooted faith in him. Besides faith in anything other than God is no faith at all. <clears throat> Excuse me. Can you believe that God is who he says he is even when you don't get what you want? Can you trust him when you get the 37th rejection letter? When you've prayed and cried and nothing seems to be happening? God wants us to move away from having faith for things and being and begin having faith in him. Let's look at Job as an example. <clears throat> in the middle of intense trials, Job was able to say, you give and take away, but blessed be the name of the Lord. Can you glorify God even if you never get what you're asking for? At the end of the day, everything of this world will fade away. Only God's kingdom will remain. He wants to strengthen your faith for that kingdom promise, not just the, des- the things you desire here on earth. Um, that's another good one. Similar to what I was talking about before, just having the faith, whether that be having faith in God, but also faith in you and faith in what you, what his promise is for you in your life. And, you know, just realizing that the power of prayer, the power of manifesting, the power of faith, the the power of patience, the power of um, wholeheartedly believing that even if things don't look the way you think they should, they're always looking the way they need to. Everything happens for a reason. You're not here for just a coincidence. Nothing is a coincidence. Everything is going the way it's supposed to be. Even when you think that you've messed it up, you can't, you can't mess it up. Oh man, there was a, um, did I take a screenshot of it? I don't know. That just made me think of this tweet that I saw um, from Tracy Ellis Ross that she had said. Someone had um, posted it, but it was about like, even when you think, it was similar to saying like, even when you think that you, you can't mess up, you can't mess up your future. Like there's no way for you to do it because we don't have that, we don't have that much strength. Okay, here it is. So she says, this is the tweet. It says, I've been chewing on something Tracy Ellis Ross said on a podcast. She was talking about being worried about making wrong decisions in life and messing up the course of her destiny and eventually realized you can't mess it up. You can't mess it up. Um, And it's true. And the episode, I guess it was from this... um, podcast called we can do hard things i will post this so that i'm gonna listen to it too i didn't even i didn't listen to it yet but i'm gonna check it out you might recognize this lady because she's definitely an actress i forget who she is but i've seen her before not tracy ellis i know who that is but the woman who this podcast is but anyway i like that message because it's similar to what i'm saying like we can't you can't mess up what is for you you can't so like even when you think you know, you pout and stuff like that, or you say, you know, God, this I messed it up. You can't mess it up. Like I bet you, when we saying stuff like that, God's like laughing. Like, come on, yo, you you think you got that much power? You don't. <laughs> you don't have that much power to mess up what I what God has for you. You can't do that. Um. All right. So no, next one. 
He wants you to fix your eyes on him instead of the promise. This is a big one that I think I've definitely been trying to really, really, really work on. I think that I sometimes I even get, I think that's ego where we get lost in the promise versus um, getting lost in God. And then when, when God has seen that we are so devoted to him and what he has for us and what, um, what is for our lives and the things that we want, um, would you show up? So it says, ask yourself this, do you want the promise more than you want God? He knows our hearts, our hearts. (laughs) He knows if we'll forget about him, if he gives us what we want right away. So sometimes he just lets us wait. During the waiting, we learn to love God more than we love the things we desire. Abraham loved and trusted God so much that when God asked him to give up his only son, Isaac, he willingly complied, no questions asked. God spared Isaac because he didn't actually want to take his life. He wanted to reveal Abraham's true heart. You know you're in a good place when you're willing to say, Lord, I desire these things, but they're not worth having if I don't have you. Let me be honest, there are so many things I desire, but none of them are worth trading my relationship with God. I might not have everything I want, but if I have God, I have everything I need. That's a very good point. And it made me think about like, um, yeah, like say if your desire is, we have to be careful that our desires are coming from a place of the soul and that are going to be good for us. And at the end of the day, universe, God, higher power, they know what we need and what we, what we don't need, whether that be right in general or at the time and you know if it's something that you're single and you're you're wanting a relationship if you don't if you're not getting one right now it's not your it's not the time for it and um god knows when it's time so you just have to be you know live your life and continue to stay in touch with god even on your good days your bad days your sad days your confused days your angry days whatever you just communicate with him and so i think that when you're well, the more and more you do that, I think that I know for me, the more and more I do that, the more relaxed I become because I know I'm able to like channel in what the the importance of being patient and just um, expressing my emotions and being able to think through them. But also, your the desire for what you want doesn't necessarily diminish, but I don't. I think that our focus on it diminishes because you kind of just. You're like, all right, well, it's going to come, you know, like it's not, you kind of, when you, when you're so hyper-focused on it, I think sometimes that can stall it as well, <clears throat> or you're looking to fulfill it and you might try to get ahead of God and end up making the wrong choice. So it's better to just wait. Um, you're waiting on something God never promised you. This is a tough one. So finally, you may be waiting on something. God never promised you in the first place. The truth is, many of us are waiting on a promise that God never gave us. You may feel like you're waiting forever because you're actually waiting on something that God said no to. Search God's word and examine your heart to see if this applies to you. You might encounter some painful truth, but there's nothing worse than spending all of your time waiting for something God never promised. Um... That's an interesting one. Okay, it says, I hope this list has helped clear things up for you. If you feel like God 
is making you wait. Hang in there. It won't last forever. God will strengthen you in the middle of this if you let him. The season is just as significant as the next. Make the most of today so that when you do walk into the promise, you'll be prepared. So I just want to go back to the the one where it says, you know, you're waiting on something that God never promised you. That is completely, that could be true. And that's why it's important to not operate from ego, but operate from soul and make sure that you are praying, meditating, and you're staying in tune with your higher self so that you can know, right? I feel like the more when I meditate and the more I'm I'm talking to my higher self and more in tune with my higher self, I'm able to see visions, whether it be through meditation or in my dreams, certain messages come about or certain messages that I might see on the internet or like seeing more of the angel numbers, sometimes just random conversations that I've had with strangers that um, connect with what I'm going through in my life. I remember, didn't I? I think I told you guys about the time when a couple of months ago last year on my car, I had car problems and the AAA guy, how the two AAA guys ended up being like some of the nicest people to me and that second AAA guy, like how he started a conversation with me about something that he would have no idea of knowing that it was about me (laughs) because I like, we were talking, I forget what we were talking about, but it was like future and stuff like that. And, but he initiated the conversation in a way where I looked at him, like, how did you know (laughs) to ask me that? I say that I bring that up because those are things that I've used to mm, confirm for me that the promises that I have in my heart, I that God does have them for me. And I think that sometimes the more in tune we are with ourselves and with the things around us and the conversations that we have and uh, just being more open to the different ways that God can communicate with you. If I had went into that um, situation with an attitude or allowed myself to be so frustrated with the fact that my car needed to get towed and all that stuff I wouldn't have been open to having a conversation with him he would have probably read my body language and not initiate the conversation or the conversation could have went a completely different way if I was in a negative state and so for me again I wasn't like you know yippee my car is messed up I gotta go (laughs) no I wasn't rejoicing at the fact that I had to go call AAA but I was thankful that I was in a safe place I was thankful that it was a during the day I was thankful that I have my phone and I could make the phone call and that I have AAA and that I'm able to use those services. I was thankful that I knew a place to bring my car and I could have, I had the connection to do so. I was, and then I was just like, you know what? I'm going to get home. And so, you know, and it was like this guy, he seems cool. And then the conversation was cool and it didn't make it as stressful as it could have been. So I say that to say like the more we are open to, you know, I think for me, that was a way of God um, sending me a message and communicating with me because it has to be usually in a way for me, a way that I can understand certain things I won't be able to understand. You know, like if God is talking to me in certain ways, I just won't won't understand it. And he knows that, which is why he sent me that, because he knows that stuff like that, you know, if someone is speaking to me, especially a stranger that I don't know, is is speaking to me and resonating with a situation that I have without me even telling them that's automatically sparking me to wake up like wait what like oh this has I always this I'm always gonna say this has to be God this has to be spiritual because there's no way this person knows that (laughs) 
but that's just me. There might be other ways for you. Maybe it's a message through, uh, you know, a friend or a book that you read or something, some, some kind of way that the universe can communicate with you to let you know that your promise is on the way or your promise has not been forgotten and for you to keep going. And, and essentially kind of like how this guy did for me was giving me some guided, uh, instructions, (laughs) right? Because again, a lot of the things that he was telling me, I had never heard of before and I didn't, I never thought of it before. And it still stuck with me now. And that was in the summer. So, and you know, my memory is not the best, the best. So (laughs) for me to remember, it really stuck with me. And so, um, I just think about that example as of like waiting on something that God has promised me and knowing that versus like, I'm sure there are things I can't really think up off the top of my head, but things that maybe when I was younger or in my twenties or, um, thinking that like, these are the things that I wanted and that God had a promise for me on them. But then as time has gone on, those things are no longer like a priority for me. And those are things that I'm open to, but not necessarily waiting on. And I think that that doesn't mean that it's not promised to me, but I think the message with that is like, don't be so tight gripped on the things that you want for yourself and that you desire. Um, because again, like it was saying before, God doesn't want you, wasn't want, he doesn't want to see you more fixed on the promise than fixed on him. And I think that when you show him that you can switch that and not be so, you could be more focused on him and what he has for you. Um, that, that maybe that doesn't diminish the, the opportunity for you to get the things that you desire, even if it may, may not have been originally a part of his promise for you, if that makes sense. So I thought this was great. Um, I thought it was pretty helpful, a different way of looking at, um, the ways that, you know, that we can talk to ourselves and and calm ourselves down or get ourselves focused when we feel like God has us waiting for so long, especially in the the world of today where there is so much social media, where people showcase so many things that they have going on in their lives that typically are things that people are, you know, manifesting for themselves and waiting for. And so it can be kind of hard to see it constantly happening around you. But like, um, this message that I had heard before, um, you have to remember that, you know, when, when people around you are getting the manifestations, manifestations and prayers answered, um, of things that you want for yourself, that's the time to get happy because that means that God is on your, he's on your block. He's on your street. He's on, he's in your neighborhood. So even if he's not at your house right now, he's coming. (laughs) You know, it's like the Amazon truck. When you see the Amazon truck or the UPS truck, you know, that they're coming. If you ordered something, you know, um, that means your, your, your number's coming up. So it's more so about staying, staying faithful, especially in this time when God is making you wait. It's just that you're, he's putting it, he's putting the pieces together and, um, getting everything together for the way that that has been promised to you. So just do your part. Make sure you, you know, put all the ingredients together that you can for your within yourself to make your, you know, make your desires come about. So hopefully this was helpful. And um, 
just stay faithful within this time for yourself and look to what's to come. Um, but also um, be happy in the time that you're in right now and be thankful for where you are right now. Because like I always say, there was a time where you were praying to get to where you are today. So think about who who you were back then and where you were back before. Because I know I can do that. I can think about where I was before and how I was praying for where I'm at. And I don't want to go back to that. And I'm thankful for that, where I was. And if I was to speak to, if I could be face-to-face with that Chanel right now, she would be so happy to see where I am right now. And that would just increase her faith so much to know that I made it. So think about, you know, your past self and where you are and how your past self is probably elated to see where you have been, where you are. But then think about your future self who's looking at you like, don't worry, we're going to get, we're going to, we're going to make it. (laughs) So think about it in that perspective too. And and always give yourself grace and uh, practice gratitude and um, stay, stay open to the possibilities of what's to come in your life. Um, So I am your host Chanel. This is Black Hippie Lounge. As always, meditate, manifest, invest in you. If you haven't yet, checked out, check out my website um, with merchandise. And um, the outgoing message I'm going to say, keep planting the seeds. Keep planting the seeds, homie. The, har- the harvest will be abundant. Take care. Meditate, manifest, invest in you. Join me on my spiritual journey as I elevate myself and like-minded listeners to a higher level mentally, physically, and spiritually. Thank you for listening. This is Black Hippie Lounge, and I am your host, Chanel.